Hey everyone, it's Angie. Thanks for joining me today, along with my husband, Pastor Mike, and Tim and Angie Height. We're going to be continuing uh, part three of Not My Will, But God's Will to Heal. Talking about the God's will to heal. That's what we're going to be focusing on, God's will to heal. I wanted to read this, Ephesians 5 and 16, it says, Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Uh, and it goes on saying, be not drunk with wine, where it says, but be filled with the Spirit. Uh, but understand what the will of the Lord is. We need to understand uh, what, what His will is concerning healing. Uh, and if we could get this down, and uh, then we could... Uh, share this with people and help people that are around us and it would help us when we get sick. And here's the, uh, the thing. And, and, uh, Tim Hyatt and Angie Hyatt's here with us and, and Angie, my wife's here. And we're going to be talking about this because uh, this, this is something that I think has been, that I don't think we're going to settle here. I think it's something that's been settled. Uh, a long time ago, uh, this will to heal. I was thinking today about it, and we take it on an individual basis. People look at it individually. When we get sick, we look at it individually. When somebody we love gets sick or gets diagnosed with a disease or has something, an affliction in their physical body, we look at it on an individual basis, and a lot of people go, uh, and I believe a lot of people wonder, well, I wonder if God's going to heal them. I wonder if it's his will that they'll be healed. And we can't take it on an individual basis. It's not on an individual basis because it is God's will to heal everyone, every time. You say, how can you make that statement? Because healing was purchased. Healing was a done deal. 2,000 years ago. It's just like salvation. It's, it's done completed. It's done been paid for. Every lost person out there, their sins are already paid for. Correct? Anybody agree with that? Yes. It's already paid for. It come to midday. Our healing has, has done been taken care of 2,000 years ago. Peter said, by his stripes you were healed okay we we weren't even born yet and and he's saying you were healed before we were ever born healing was done there you were healed 2,000 years ago so then why does some get healed and why does some not and it's easier to put it off on God and just say well we don't know the will of God it's a mystery how God works you know uh he knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. And, and he knows who needs to stay here and who needs to go on. I, I, I don't buy that, you know. I believe he promised us a long life. He says, with long life, I'll satisfy you. And, and so I believe it's up to us. I was reading today, uh, and this guy was saying, we pray for people to be saved. He says, where do you find in the Bible where you can pray somebody's saved? You can't pray somebody's saved. Mm -hmm. They got to have the word 
correct? Mm-hmm. You, they have to, they're begotten by the word. He gives, by the foolishness of preaching, he chose to save a lot. They have to hear. I believe it's the same way in healing. They have to hear that our healing has already been taken care of. And then, by faith, they can take hold of it. And they can say, this is mine. Mm-hmm. Because if someone don't get healed, is it God's fault? If no. he provided it 2,000 years ago, was it Jesus' fault? Did he not take enough stripes on his back? Was he not uh, the, the right sacrifice? Was he not holy enough? Oh, sure he was. He was the perfect lamb of God. And he took those stripes on his back for our healing. He took all the sin, sickness, disease upon himself. He paid for it. And he took it upon himself. So it, I got to think that it's not an individual thing, you know, and I know our minds work like that. Well, you know, is it what's this sickness going to do? Because like, just like we was talking before we started, you know, somebody, you know, people die of the flu. You know, not, not old people. Not somebody with, you know, a sickness or disease. You know, the flu, a cold or something, you know, takes some people out. Uh, and we all look at it and a lot of people look at it. Well, that was just God's will. It was their time to go. I don't believe that. I believe that that I don't believe we have to die sick. Mm-hmm. I believe he made us promises that, you know, we can just, we're supposed to be like Jesus. Jesus gave up the ghost. You know, Stephen gave up the ghost, you know? And, and, and so when I got to thinking on an individual basis, we don't need to look at it on an individual basis and begin to wonder, is God going to heal this and it's already been it's already been done. They've already been healed. It's just getting the people to understand, hey, look, just like salvation, trying to get a lost person saved. You know, your sins have done been forgiven. Well, I'm too bad. I've done too much. It's done been forgiven. It's done been paid for. All you got to do is receive it. What if that lost person doesn't receive it? Mm-hmm. What happens to them? They, they die lost. They go to hell. What happens to the person that don't receive the healing that Jesus paid for? Die sick. They die sick. Or they stay sick for a long time. So how do you get them healed? By getting them to believe that it's already been done. Faith. Healing. We're saved by faith through grace. That's how we're saved, right? Wouldn't we be healed the same way? In healing a grace, mm-hmm. well, how do you get grace? Through faith, right? And so I believe it's in getting people to know and to understand and to believe because we've been told this other stuff way longer than we've ever heard this, mm-hmm. haven't we? I know like I have. Someone told me today it's hard to get all of that stuff out of the people because they've been taught one way for so long. That's the thing. <laughs> and people says, you know, if they get sick and, and something happens to them, well, you know, somebody said, well, they, some people say, well, they didn't have faith. If they'd had faith. I don't think that's it. I, these people I know, I've known in church, good people, faithful people, uh, it, it's unbelief. Yeah. It's unbelief. It battles our faith. Because you see all it, and we've heard all of this, and it's unbelief that comes in. And we've got to get rid of that doubt and unbelief. 
Because Jesus said, well, Mark 11, he says, if you believe in your heart and doubt, doubt not. That's the thing about it. Believe and doubt not. Get rid of that unbelief. Get rid of that doubt and get a hold of the word of God that says, you know, it's already so how do you been get done. get rid of it? How does people get rid of it? And maybe somebody say, well, how do I get rid of the doubt that I have? Focus on one thing. Focus on one thing. When you're focusing on one thing, then you can't focus on anything else. When you're looking at one thing. So what do you look at? Look at the Word of God. You look at what Jesus did. You look at what God said. And you don't look at anything else. You don't look at your diagnosis. You don't look at your symptoms. You don't look at what everybody else is saying. You don't look at what happened to Aunt Myrtle and, and Uncle George. <laughs> You don't look at none of that. You look into the uh, Word of God. And that's the only place you look until you get rid of all that other and your faith comes up and, 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 you'll, and you'll get it. I had, when I was lost, I knew, Dad and Mom took me to church always. I, I knew about this stuff. But when, when I finally listened to the Word of God and knew I was lost and and, and need to be saved. I had to fight unbelief. I had to fight. Well, God won't save you if you asked Him. I had to fight. Well, you, you know, your heart is black. You've done things. You know, I had to fight that unbelief. You know that God wouldn't save me. When the Bible says, you know, whosoever will, let him come. You know, God so loved the world, He gave His own. He died for all of us. You have to fight that unbelief. And work on this one thing, this one thing, with this one thing, healing. If you want healing bad enough, I believe you'll focus on it. I believe you'll get down and you'll put everything else out and you'll go to the Word of God and you'll look at that and you'll go, no, by His stripes, I was healed. I'm already healed. I'm going to start walking in it. I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to start doing, acting on the healing and, and I'm going to get it in my life. And I'm putting off everything else. And I believe when that doubt and unbelief leave, faith will lay hold of it, and it'll manifest itself okay. in your life. Well, what if uh, it, it's a person that's sick and um, they're not saved? Is it, is it God's will to heal someone that is lost? I thought about that today. Exactly that same thing. <laughs> I, yes. Is it? He said it's. Jesus said this, and when I started thinking about that, I thought, well, it's only you. Ha- do you have to get saved first to be able to get healed? And I and I thought when Jesus talked to the woman, he said it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. She said yes, Lord, but the children, uh, but the dogs eat of the children the bread, the crumbs that fall from the table. And he said, for that saying, go thy way. Uh, Great faith. He talked. He said, "Great faith, great faith." A lot of people got healed in Jesus' time. Jesus never said, y- "You're saved. Uh-huh. You're born again." Most all of them were not saved. No, they couldn't have been. There was people that got healed that didn't even know who he was. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, but there are people people out there that believe, just like you said about being lost. I've done. Too many bad things to be saved. Well, there's going to be people out there that are lost, it's going, and they've been diagnosed with something. 
well, I've done too much things for God to even want to heal me. Well, here's the thing. If we, if we could get it down, the children should be eaten of the bread. We should be taken of the bread of life. And, and the children should be healed first. And then that ought to encourage the lost person to say, well, that's where I can get my healing. Mm-hmm. But when, when most of the, the people in the, in the church are not partaking of the bread that will bring them healing and they're going to other means and other things, what do you think the lost person's going to think? What faith, hope are they going to have? I believe if faith rose up to believe, and them to believe they were healed, I believe they could be healed. And if they had that faith that they heard the word of God about healing and they weren't, hadn't accepted Jesus as their Savior and they heard a word about healing and they went and they believed and they, that man lays hand and they said, if I went to Tim Hunt and he laid hands on me, I believe I could be healed. And they come to Tim and, and they said, I'm sick, need hands laid on them. Tim probably wouldn't even think to ask, well, now, wait a minute, let's go over. Have you, are you saved? Have you been baptized? What church you belong to? Tim would just do what he's called to do, lay his hands on them and say they got a healing. Mm-hmm. Well, you would think after they got their healing, they'd say, I want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. Because in that, if you're not saved, then how are you going to grow in these things? Sickness could come right back on you. And a worse thing, mm-hmm. you know, he, like Jesus told them, said, go and send them more, lest a worse thing come upon you. You know, and so... I can't say that. Okay, Tim, do you have <laughs> something you want to well, add? Can I say one thing yes, before he ahead. starts? And then, because I just want to uh, say something about you said, how does people get that doubt out once you've been taught mm-hmm. a certain thing? And mine's very short and sweet, so I'll let you have it in just one second. But it's what kept coming to me is a personal relationship. We've heard our whole lives in a religious atmosphere, oh, you have to have a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, their personal relationship is you believe and get saved, you get baptized, and you don't miss a church service, and right. you just be as good as you can. And that's your personal relationship. That's what a lot of people think. Right. But a personal relationship is what is going to take that doubt and unbelief out. Because if you really, really know that the Spirit of the Lord was upon him and that he was sent and he was anointed to bring good news to the Mm -hmm. poor and everybody, you know, the rest of the Scripture, if you know him from the ground up, then you should be able to walk in that faith that he has already Mm -hmm. established and given. Right. Yeah. Now. (laughs) Talking about... Follow up with what Angie was saying there. I heard a fellow teaching one time. He said, "We need in order to get the doubt out, you're going to have to drown it. You're going to have to drown the doubt out." And the Bible talks about us being washed with the water of the Word. And you know, I guess what I'd make a long story short is, if you get full enough of the Word of God, it will get rid of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Faith, faith comes by hearing. The more you hear it, the more you hear it. And you know, Mike said something other. People, almost everybody we know, they will fight you over being saved. What am I saying? But they've heard you need to be saved your, their whole entire life. And after they get saved, after they get born again, then they know 
because they're so strong in that faith. They're settled in that faith that, hey, I am saved, that they'd fight you right. over there. They would. And see, like my percent, we hadn't heard this. Uh, the will of God is for people to be healed. We hadn't heard that as much as it's the will of God for you to be saved, right. for you to be born again. If we had heard that from the beginning, just like we've heard you must be born again, you must be saved, our faith would be strong right. in, in that, in healing, right. just as much as it would be of being born again. And Mike was talking about, you know, it had already been, uh, already been purchased. You know, the Bible talks about that Jesus... Uh, whenever we were yet dead in our sins, he died for us. It wasn't whenever that we believed on him and whenever we loved him, when we were yet sinners, he died for us. And the Bible says that he took not only our sins, people that's born again, but he took also the sins of the world. It's a done deal, like Mike was saying. The, The sins of the world, a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't agree with it. But their sins are gone just like ours is. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, is we've received our forgiveness of sins, right. and they haven't. Right. That's the only difference. And, and whenever it comes to healing, because the Bible said that Jesus took our sins. That word took, it's a past tense thing. It ain't that one of these days in a sweet by and by, he's going to take all of our sins away. No, that's, done, that's a done deal. And in Matthew chapter uh, uh, 8, and in verse 16, it said, Whenever that evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word. He spoke something to it, and the devils had to leave. And he healed all. He healed all that was sick. Now, if you're like me, I read scriptures a lot of times, and I say, why did that happen? Why, why did he do that? Why, how come that come to pass or whatever? And you ask yourself, why did he uh, cast out all of those spirits and why did he heal all that were sick? Well, if we read the very next verse, it tells us. It said that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. The prophet saying himself, talking about Jesus, himself, he took our infirmities and he bare our sicknesses. And that means disabilities. That means feebleness, weakness. Mm-hmm. That means all that. And that word took right there. He took it. Just like he took our sins on the cross. He took our infirmities. And he took our sickness. And he took our diseases. And it, it, like Mike was saying, it's a done deal. The only problem is, is it's in us. We, it's our faith. What people right. is lacking in faith right. in order to receive because everywhere in the New Testament, whenever Jesus healed people, what did he always tell them? What was the common denominator that he told everybody? According to your faith, let it be done unto you. And, you know, Mike said something the one time, and, and it just really stuck with me. And he said, you know, if it wasn't God's will to heal everybody, you would thought that Jesus would have run up on somebody, somewhere, sometime or another of all that came to him, that he would have said, hey, you ain't one of the lucky ones today. It ain't God's will for you to be healed. Somewhere, somehow or another, he would have run up on somebody. But uh, the, 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 the teaching here is, is, is uh, God's will. And, you know, Jesus said, I didn't come to do my will. 
Jesus had a will. He said, but the will of the Father that sent me. Well, evidently, everybody that came to Jesus, it was the Father's will for them to be healed. Why is that? Because Jesus took their infirmities, he bared their sicknesses, he carried their diseases. And I don't know about you, but my Bible tells me Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If it works the way it worked for them back then, guess how it's going to work for us today? Exactly. Same uh-huh. <laughs> Good word. He said, uh, I'd turn before Tim ever said that, and I couldn't see his Bible because he's got so much right in his Bible, I couldn't <laughs> tell what it was. But I had turned to Matthew 8. Because that it might be fulfilled. God had said this to Isaiah. Mm-hmm. I think it was something read about 700 years. He was seven or 800 years before Jesus. He had said this, that this was going to happen. And those people looked forward to a time when that, that would be done. I mean, they were looking forward to a time that this... this uh, virgin son would come and he would take our infirmities and our sicknesses like Tim said our weaknesses diseases all of that stuff he would take them upon himself and if he took them upon himself then they don't belong to us and so we have a legal right here upon this earth uh as as his children, as accepting, especially those that accept Jesus as their Savior. We have a legal right to this healing mm-hmm. because it doesn't belong to us. He took it, just like our sins don't belong to mm-hmm. us. God is not going, and a lot of people would agree with you on this. When we stand, you know, we go... He's not going to open a book and go, well, look here what you did. Look here what you did. Look here what you did. No, it's covered by the blood. We've been washed white Mm -hmm. as snow. As far as the east is from the west, so has he removed our sins from us. And Mm -hmm. like Tim said, that's the Mm -hmm. lost person's sin has been removed as far as the east is from the west from them. It's they've just not received it. But what benefit is should be in those that receive that. The benefit is you're not held accountable for your sins anymore. Jesus took that. He paid the price. So I am sure for heaven. Same way with this disease and sickness and stuff. Because of what he did, I'm assured uh, of my healing. And like I've been talking about it in church, and we we talked about uh, that I want to get to the place to where I'm sick, healed, sick, healed, sick, healed. I want to get to right. the place where we walk in health. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think there ought to be a difference. And I believe that's what would draw people to our Father in heaven. That he puts a difference between his children. There ought to be a difference, don't you think, between the children of darkness and the children of light. Right. There should be a difference in them. This leads me to my next thing. This is going to be good. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Let me ask this question because I've had it in my notes for a long time. Um, And other people have asked me this question. We've talked about it, but I'm going to ask you and Tim. And maybe this will help. Maybe it will help us and maybe it will help some others out there. If you say you have faith to be healed, is it going against faith 
and God to take medicine or go to a doctor. That's exactly what I was going to get into. So, <laughs> good lead. Uh, okay. It's a touchy subject. Touchy, touchy subject for people. But let's say, as a believer, let's say a believer, let's say somebody at church, somebody in church, a believer, somebody that's saved, somebody's name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, gets sick or gets a disease, something prognosis. Mm-hmm. Let's say cancer. It's prevalent today. Uh, we'll just say, we'll just speak, pick something specific. And, uh, of course, everybody wants to be healed. I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh-huh. what the world is, is is groveling for. They want to be healed. That's why they're building hospitals. That's why they're coming up with medicine. That's why it's a billion-dollar, probably a trillion-dollar industry. Everybody's trying, not just God's kids, but the whole world. When they get sick, they want to be, they want to be healed. But let's say a child of God gets diagnosed with something. Then what avenue do you take? And, I, and a lot of people, they take the avenue of doctors and treatments, chemo, radiation, and they do all of this. And there is success in that. Mm-hmm. There is some success in right. that. We know of people probably, uh, everybody may know of somebody's went through treatments. and We just and, talked about this coming here. And, 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 come, here. and come out. Okay, and then they stand up at church and everybody gives praise to God for healing them. Here's my question. Did God heal them? (laughs) That's your cue, Tim. (laughs) Did God heal them? They stand up and go, well, God, God healed me of this. And everybody knowing they went through chemo, they went through radiation, they went through surgery, whatever it was. And I'm not condemning people in no way, shape, form, or fashion because like everybody says, you don't know what you'll do to your next situation. But here's something. I like to think that I would go to the Word of God because that's that's my source. I would think we believe this Matthew 8, 17 enough to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. The thief is coming in. The devil's trying to steal, kill, and destroy me. He's brought this on me. This doesn't belong to me. But on the subject of, of that, what, what, what do you think about that? And like you said, that's a tough one, to be honest about <laughs> it. You know, there's some things in this Bible that's, uh, uh, that is some of them just have said, that's a hard saying. You know, who can, who can, who can understand what this is? You know, whenever Jesus was talking about, you know, I am the bread of life. And they said, if any man don't eat of me, you know, he can't be partakers of me and them disciples. Uh, and we're talking about disciples. We ain't talking about somebody off the street. We're talking about some right. disciples that followed Jesus. They said, this is a hard saying. Who can understand it? And they turned and they walked with him no more. But, uh, the hard saying is, is just by his stripes were healed. The hard saying is Jesus took our infirmities, he bore our sins, he carried our diseases. You know, that's the truth whether we want to admit it or whether we don't. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, as far as the doctors, the nurses, the medicine and this and that, 
I'm like, uh, Pastor Mike, hey, I've been to the doctor, and I've mm-hmm. said again, I may go back again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I can't receive, and I said, if I can't receive, it ain't begging God to heal me. It ain't begging God to, right. to deliver me. It ain't be- No, if I can't receive what God has provided for me, what Jesus provided me on the cross, hey, I'm going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. It's just simple as that. And, you know, a, a lot of people... Uh, Mike was saying that somebody that's born again, and if they get something another wrong with them, and and they come up and you know they want prayer or something other, and you know we ask them, you know, what do you think, and you know, what do you think, what do you believe? Well, I just believe, you know, I may need to go to the doctor, and, and I may need to get this checked out, you know, and they might can help me. Then glory to God, you need to go right. because that's where your belief is at. Right. That's where your faith is at. And, 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 you know, we, I say this a lot of times, we all fight in the same battle. Right. Them people's trying to get you healed just like mm-hmm. we're trying to get you healed. <clears throat> it's just we trying to do it the Word of God way. We trying to do it faith way. And, and you know, uh, it, am I going to condemn anybody for going to the doctor? No, I'm not. Am I going to condemn anybody for taking medicine? No, I'm not. And, and I, I just have to leave it, you know, and a lot of people, here's the thing. A lot of people get offended in this uh, healing message. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. because. And they say, well, I just don't think it's God's will to heal everybody. If that's the case, how come this is a trillion dollar business? Because everybody that I know, born again, not born again, even though they may say, I don't believe it's God's will to heal everybody, they spend in every dime. They left a little woman with the issue of blood. Mm-hmm. She spent all of her life's earnings, and, and, and she suffered many things because of many physicians. It's the same thing that's happening today. The right. same exact people is running from one physician to the next, to the next, to the next, and now they've got this, everybody is, I, I might as well say it, they're scared, they're worried about this coronavirus. coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. You know, as it's some new thing, you know, as we don't know. What, what what can take care of it? I can tell you what can take care of it. It's called the anointing of God. It's called faith. It's called the power of the Holy Ghost. That can take care of it. That, that God puts... Uh, well, we're getting into other stuff, but God puts on a person in, in order to get his will done on this earth <laughs> as it is in heaven. That's the answer for all of that. And, and you know, it would help people... Thanks everyone for listening to part three of Not My Will, but Your Your Will to Be Healed. Uh, thanks Pastor Mike, Tim, and Angie for joining us. Uh, it's been a wonderful time getting to hear these two uh, teach us more and more about healing. So thank you all. We had a great time. Love you guys. And until next time, see you later.